Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Welcome to Hey, Jeff, a podcast called Hey, Julie, a podcast about Survivor and Big Brother. Danielle, good morning. How are you? Good afternoon, Brett. I'm doing oh, yeah. absolutely splendid. Uh, it's it's spooky season. It's pumpkin season. I'm going to a pumpkin patch tomorrow. I'm very excited. I was even thinking, I, I, I went to the supermarket yesterday. They have like just a, just like a, a barricade of pumpkins in the front. Yeah. It's like, I just pick one up. Just put it on Why my stoop. Why not? Yeah. See what happens. What well, we have See to what, do my here mood improves. in Toronto is you have to spray it with hairspray so that the squirrels and wildlife don't try, the raccoons don't try to come and eat it and take it away. Oh, we have wildlife here. There's raccoons on my street. I've seen them. Are they brave? They want to fight you? That's fine. Yeah, of course. <laughs> that's, their, that's what they do. Yeah, same here. They're very, they're just out in the open at this point. At we night, it's like... Them, we've yeah. forced them into this position. Like, I don't... <laughs> I, I'm sad every time they, like, shoot a bear or a mountain lion. It's like... Oh, that's, I don't think we should be shooting them. I think we shoot all. them with, like, tranquilizers and stuff, but still. Yeah. Oh, the walrus. Do you know about the walrus? This was, like, a two months ago story. I know all about it, and I'm just mad that you even brought it up. I'm having a good morning. I don't want to think about this friendly-ass walrus who's just trying to make friends, jump on people's boats, and then they killed it. Because he was challenging the capitalist structure. He was ruining a bunch of rich people's boats. Fuck your boats. You shouldn't be on the sea anyways. It's not for us. It's not for humans. Team walrus. Team walrus. Justice for the walrus. We have an episode of Survivor to talk about. I think we'll do some like rant. We'll just do random stuff first. You saw yeah. a bunch of movies. Our <laughs> yeah, audience no is here, here for Big Brother. No Our audience is here for Survivor. <laughs> I do well, have some CBS thoughts, and I do have like one follow up Big Brother thing because like we're still in the. Let's do that first. Then we're still I in think. the heat of Big Brother. So there's yeah. like my whole thing is like stop caring about these people. Who cares? Because mm. there's that. been a lot of like. Turner needs to apologize for what he did. And it's like, first of all, I'm completely uneducated on this and I refuse to read about it because it's like once these people, once like Julie says goodbye on the last episode, they're gone. They're done. They're done to me unless they're on the next Jack season. And Jackson, who I saw at a Chipotle <laughs> once and Brett. <laughs> There's like a lot of like this person. It's like. Turner was a fucking capybara all season. What is he like? His whole game was just like being really chill to everybody, but like not really being strategic enough for them to notice it, which yeah. ultimately is one of one of the reasons why he lost and would have lost if he got to the final two. Like, what are we all upset about? I, I, don't, I know. don't know. I don't know. Just leave these people alone. Stop making them like holding them accountable to like you were mean to this person on week two when you nominated <laughs> them. It's like that's what the game is. Yeah, I can't. I don't have the energy for that. And I also just this is a larger part of culture of like the apology culture. The like it's simultaneously like. A, a large group of people wanting accountability. I'm doing finger quotes, and then the and then they get it in the form of like a very very meaningless apology. Like we saw this with Adam Levine, uh, that drama of him cheating he had to on apologize? his wife. Yeah, he did a notes app apology. They all end up doing For what? notes app apologies. For just being a little bit racy on the text. Well, yeah, he said that he was going to name his baby after the woman he was cheating on his wife with. All he has to apologize for, and I'm not like pro-cheating or anything, but like 
All he has to apologize to is like his wife and his family. Like, oh yeah, but like the fans. No, the fans. Oh, the fans. <laughs> the fans. His whole family's gonna be sexy. <laughs> Too sexy. Um, he had to apologize, and now like I'm not I'll even apologize for acting out the thing that half of you would fucking die if I did that. If I texted this to you and was like, "Come over now," you would all be a puddle on the floor. Okay. Can we talk about one another drama? I can't believe drama? I'm defending stupid out. I, I know. Movie, I, I don't care about. You are canceled. You're in cancel corner. I, I am. Me and Arnie. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, and here's another drama that I am like. <laughs> I can feel this being pushed down my throat, and I love drama people. That's why I watch Big Brother because I like to watch the drama on the show. But like, this is just too far gone for me. I don't want to know why it's a big deal that the Try Guys, whoever they are, <laughs> I don't care. One of them cheated on his wife. I feel bad for his wife. I feel bad Apologize for his family. Apologize to her. Yeah, exactly. I, I spent an afternoon Googling Try Guys to be like, <laughs> am I supposed to feel like, oh, one of a good person has fallen like oh no the rock cheated on his wife yeah. or mr rogers <laughs> cheated on his wife or am i supposed to feel a bit of schadenfreude like oh fuck you you fucker of course you did you piece of shit i knew your group sucked i didn't know what because i'd never heard of them before and i live in la know a ton of comedy people existed in the sketch comedy world, existed in the digital sketch comedy world, worked at yeah. a comedy website. Like when these guys became, I've never heard of them in my life. It's because of like BuzzFeed. Googling what is a try guy. Am I feeling shot in Freud right now? Be BuzzFeed has had a stamp on the culture in, I'm sure we're all feeling, feeling it in a bad way, <laughs> in a very bad way. But Try Third guys. hour of the pod today. We're doing we're doing all the Disney quizzes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which which of Ursula's then, eels are you? And then we're gonna clap back. Uh, <laughs> and you can, re <laughs> you can react. And then my favorite Buzzfeed trope was like them taking pictures, like bikini pics of celebs, and being like, "Hillary Duff's tits are out," and we applaud her for that. Like trying to make it, <laughs> trying to make it like empowering, <laughs> empowering for the, for them to run these pictures of like these scantily clad celebs. Like Basically her just butt framing. is big. And we think that's so powerful. <laughs> like it's basically just framing all the, like the tabloid stuff you see at the supermarket. Yes. That's like that's like Demi Moore looks like what? <laughs> yes. and it's like just a photo of cellulite. And it's but it's actually like Demi Moore has looks. is a fifty seven year old woman and she <laughs> is slaying. <laughs> yeah, and she's slang, and we we love her for that. Like it's always chart just putting an extremely positive spin. That's nice. That's nice. Yeah, of course it's nice. But then I think it ushered in. A I have a backlash to the nice culture. Oh, I'm yeah. like, I'm no, you. we don't actually don't need to be super nice about everything every celebrity does because some of the stuff they do is really fucked up. But that brings us back to Try Guys. Uh, and here's like the only thing I learned about Try Guys, which I want to share. Someone tweeted who I guess worked at BuzzFeed was like, when Try Guys left BuzzFeed, they were immediately replaced with a new group of identical friends and they called them the test friends. Dude, that's <laughs> Everyone is replaceable. <laughs> Everyone is. Um, but so wait, we got onto this subject because we were talking about like a 
apologies and accountability. I think you want an apology from CBS for some reason. But I am really upset about something, a new trend at CBS. Maybe they've been doing it for a little bit, but I feel it's gotten out of hand yes. this summer, this fall season. I watch a lot of CBS. I watch three hours of Big Brother a week. I watch an hour of Survivor. I am usually in the middle of watching a an old season of Survivor because there's like probably 30 seasons of Survivor that I haven't seen. Right. Um, so I'm watching them on Paramount Plus with ads. So I get a lot of... Paramount Plus sticks the ads in in the ad breaks, and sometimes they don't sell the inventory. So you get one dish soap ad, and then you get four promos for CBS Paramount stuff. And I watch football on Sundays, which is a lot of CBS. Right. I watch a shitload of CBS commercials. (laughs) And there's a new thing now. You were upset at the Welcome Back Cotter theme in the previews for The Neighborhood or whatever the hell it's called. All their comedies, they used it, yeah. Okay, so for all their dramas and reality programming, they have this thing where they have this kind of like indie power female vocalist song and whatever Uh it is. It's East New York, baby. It's like Hawaii 5031, CSI, Detroit. Uh, and like Amazing Race and like the tough, tough as nails or whatever. And yeah. every single one ends, and they're different songs every time, but every single one ends the same way where it's like, poof, tough as nails, season four returns March 3rd. And then the, and then the, and then it ends with like one lyric from the song. And it's like a woman being like, I'm gonna do it right. Or like, <laughs> we're going around the world. Or like, it is on tonight. And it fucking drives me insane. This is not music. It's like made specifically f- so like commercials and networks can buy it up. And it just like sounds empowering, but it's just like, it's just, it's nothing. And well, just watch it. I've ruined CBS for everyone listening because every single oh, I can't promo wait. ends with like a new season of CSI, whatever. It's going down for real. <laughs> and it fucking sucks. And it's stupid. And I hate it. <laughs> I can't wait to pay attention to this now. I cannot wait. I'm so excited. Every drama and reality, like semi serious reality show. It's going like down right wedding now. Day. Yeah, yeah, no, I love it. I actually love it. The like, I don't watch Selling Sunset on Netflix, but supposedly that's all of the music on that show is like I'm walking to a coffee shop, looking real hot, and it's like shows the girls walking into the coffee shop. It's like the most narrative, like clearly written for the show music. So yeah, love love that. It sounds like music I would genuinely like. Is it? Is there a chance that Lizzo? sang these songs no no they're not okay they're they're whiter i'll just say that right. they feel like, okay. like white Cheryl people music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't even know i don't even know what the hell these artists are and stuff so i want to give you a little test okay just really quick this is a great about time. fall network television okay i'm, I'm, I'm gonna get a hundred percent i'm currently looking at a chart of uh, the 2022 fall broadcast TV premieres numbers, the numbers. Okay. So we're looking at millions of viewers. How many of them? Almost as many listen to this pod. 
Almost. Almost. So I think it's like the top 20, maybe it's top 30. But so what do you think is the number one show on television this New fall? show or current show? Any. Any. So, okay. It's just, of okay. all of um, them. Yeah. Include, include all of them. It's got to be like NCIS. Wow. Close. That's the fifth most watched. The number one is FBI. FBI, Dick Wolf in the house. <laughs> okay, but do you know what number two and number three are? Uh, Law and Order. Chicago Fire and Chicago Med. Dick Wolf <laughs> in the house. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and then you scroll down a little bit, just a little bit. The ne- Chicago PD. NBC okay. is loving it. <laughs> I have... I'll be honest. I'll be honest. We love this. We love the Chicago and FBI franchises (laughs) in this house because my dad worked on them for a number of years. (laughs) So pays the bills in in Papa Raider's house. We stand Chicago. Chicago is a great. I'm just like, is that much shit happening in Chicago for the fire, med, PD? Like, I was scanning. I was like, there's got to be another. Or they're working on one right now. Whatever it is. Chicago emergency. Like, whatever it is. Did you watch uh, The Bear? Yes, I did. I did watch The Bear. Oliver Platt just, like, comes in for, like, five scenes scenes. in, like, two episodes. Because my man's on Chicago Med. He's like, (laughs) Dr. Alan Smith or whatever on Chicago (laughs) Med. And, like, who's got gravitas? Who's a little bit funny? Yeah. Platt. Get plat- who he's looks in like an everyman. He oh, really yeah. looks like oh, yeah. a dad, grandpa, pushing grandpa, I would say. He has, in the bear, like, they give him, like, relatively young children in it. And it's like. I know. It's like pushing, like, Tom Cruise level <laughs> thing or, like, Adam Sandler movie where he's, like, dating a, like, 32-year-old or whatever. It's yeah. Like, no. Enough. Basta. Um, (laughs) And I just also wanted to say the number one show on TV, FBI, also has FBI International International. and FBI Most Wanted. (laughs) I know all about it. So regular FBI is like, we're in America and these aren't even the most wanted people. These aren't even. Yeah. Like these are like the the dumb nuts. (laughs) (laughs) The losers. The B team. Yeah. Man, if they have most wanted, they clear out like 24 of the most wanted people in America every, every, year. every year. Yeah. Like clockwork. Yeah. Um, and then the only other surprising thing, most of this is pretty obvious. Like, of course, NCIS is on there. Survivor is on there. Law and Order is on there. Um, the Neighborhood is on there. Bob Hart Sabashola is on there. Grover Cleveland? <laughs> Grover Johnson. Grover, oh, Grover Cleveland's the president. <laughs> and then... I didn't realize there's a show called Home Economics that's on there. And there's a show called Lego Masters. That's the very last Lego one. Masters is uh, on Fox. It's a it's like uh, Great British Bake Off or MasterChef, but with building Legos and Will Arnett hosts it. Okay. Well, I've never it seen just it. barely scrapes by. It's barely on there. Yeah. Well, whatever, man. It's just an incredible look at television um, it's an incredible look at the landscape of. It's not my favorite show. It's not my favorite show, which is like one millionth on the list of this of this fall season, early fall which season, is... which was industry, which was just like, oh yeah, I know, people being sad, trading stocks, and 
doing drugs in, you know, like British pubs. But that which wouldn't is even my make kind it. of television. That wouldn't even make it because it's not network. No, it's not HBO. It's not even TV, really, frankly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, well, that thank you for coming to Danny's Network Corner. <laughs> Just a brief look at what's going on in television these days. And now it's time to go to my movie critic corner. <laughs> oh, we're turning to Toronto International <laughs> Film Festival. Exactly. I walked out of Fablemans, but you know what I sat through? And Smile. actually somewhat enjoyed no i wish i would love to see smile i'm also dying to see this movie called fall which is have you seen the trailer two girls climb a big that's old on, tower that's on streaming that's on spot i think oh it's maybe not, not out in, yet no maybe not in, the Great not in canada i'd have to buy it and i'm not willing to buy it i need to rent I w- it i want to see uh confess comma fletch but that's the oh, same thing. It's with, like, it's not with my guy, John Hamm. <laughs> John Hamm. He was someone who, in that BuzzFeed era of like, John Hamm just got out of the beach and oh, look at that hog. <laughs> yes. Slay King. <laughs> yes. Like extra fuzzy zoomed in pictures of John Hamm wearing gray sweatpants and no undies. And it was like, we are equal opportunity, like crossing a boundary. Ogglers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, so what movies did you see? I saw several, so let me walk you through them. Oh, wow. It was a big week of movies for me. First of all, something called Tammy Face, starring friend of the pod, Jessica Chastain. Oh, directed by Michael Showalter. <laughs> yes. Did you end up seeing it? I forget. No, of course. Okay, Not. so it's on It's on Amazon Prime now. Oh, no, it was on Crave, sorry. And um, I just have to say, Jessica Chastain truly is, our. she's our Meryl Streep. There is no one better, I don't think. This was this role. Yeah, she really is. She got the Oscar for it. Yeah, and she should have because I'm not really. I wasn't that familiar with Tammy Faye Baker, and um, I just was like, this lady cannot be real. This can't be for real. Like, I looked it up. It's such a good performance. It could so easily be so such a caricature and like stupid and over the top. Jessica Chastain's amazing in it amazing she won the oscar and everyone was like what i think she should have i don't i forget who she was up against but it was a well-earned oscar because she's up against nobody good she was up against losers because alana heim and the girl from worst person in the world weren't nominated so i was like (laughs) who cares you didn't even nominate the two best performances of the year yeah well then there you go i just thought it was excellent and it was a very thoughtful like the movie itself is fine. It's a biopic, like whatever. How good is it going to be really? But it was thoughtful. It, I think, treated her and her husband pretty fairly, which brings me to another biopic I started watching this week that's all up in the press. It's on Netflix starring another friend of the pod, Anna de Armas. Oh, blonde. Blonde. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't. You had, to put the, you had to put the baby away. That movie was NC-17. Oh, it was it was nap time viewing for old Danny Everybody. Ding Dong. Yeah, <laughs> but I was like, I can't. There's a. I think that we should all just sign a contract that says no more content about Marilyn Monroe for fifty years. Let's just stop. Who, who even knows about? Like, I don't, I'm like a pretty educated guy. I'm pretty like up in pop culture and stuff. I and mean, even I'm like, I don't even know anything that like Marilyn Monroe is dead. I mean, that's the thing. She starred in several good movies, and she was excellent Some in like them. Some like it hot. 
Yeah. The seven year itch. Prefer blondes. Yeah. Some gentlemen prefer blondes. That's it. Yeah. Like, Supposedly there's a couple more, but I haven't seen them. Married Arthur Miller for a hot minute. <laughs> yeah. Married him and Joe DiMaggio. You should know that. Sports player. Oh, yeah. I love uh, sports. <laughs> But this movie is just Anna de Armas crying for, it was at least for the first hour. And I was like, I can't watch this anymore. At one point, she's in a throuple with these two guys who, I'm not kidding, were like live action Flotsam and Jetsam from The Little Mermaid. You know, like Ursula's two little, yeah. like eel Eels, buddies. Yeah, we are, this is the second mention they've got on this pot. <laughs> is it? Like, I yeah. must have them on the brain. <laughs> No, I mentioned them on the when we we're talking about BuzzFeed. I said which of, we're going to do a quiz later of which of the eels you are from. Oh my god, Flotsam and Jetsam! I just think that those are great names. Um, it's just not a good movie. Period. And I do we really need to see Anna Darmus just crying and getting like sexually assaulted every scene? Oh, I don't no. think so. I'm not going to watch this. I was going to watch this, and then now, now I'm not. No, I, that movie kind of came and went. Because that was like a pretty big thing. Like, oh, well, Anna Armas is going to like. But like, no one's talking about it. Because no, no one can sit through it. Because no, yeah, no one can sit through it. <laughs> I was reading, like, I thought it was going to be artsy. You know, I thought it was going to be like Jackie. <laughs> like artsy. Is it the same director or similar? No, it's, yeah, it's different, different dude. The guy who did Jackie is like, you know, foreign. So he has taste. I don't know if the guy who did. Oh, it's Andrew uh, Dominic who did. He, oh, he's New Zealand. He is foreign. Pardon. The assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford. Oh, and is, I hated killing them softly. No wonder. Oh, this guy <laughs> sucks. <laughs> he's bad. <laughs> do not see this. Do not watch Blonde. Just go watch a Marilyn Monroe movie if you want to watch. You know, like there's no point. Watch I, Deep I hate, Water. Yeah, watch Deep Water. Oh my gosh, you want to see Anna doing movie. some stuff? Yeah. Okay, so there's that. Then, now here's a movie. I can't decide if you would like it or not, Brett. It's called Titan. Oh, I want to see it. I want to <laughs> see it. I know exactly what it is. You're the second person to tell me in about 10 days that I should watch this movie. I'm very aware of it. I'm okay. just like, I am I need a night to settle in with like, and, and watch it. I mean, it is spooky season now. And, and from what I hear, it's quite violent and intense. So I'm going yes. to check it out. It's French. It's my favorite. I love French movies because the French are at the forefront. They're the cutting edge of like, they give you this movie and you can hear, I'll give you the synopsis. A woman has sex with a car. <laughs> like that's <laughs> the movie. Okay. But so much more happens. And every scene you're like, I don't know what the hell's going to happen next. I love in movies when I truly don't know what the hell. They always throw you for a loop and it's just the perfect movie like that. It's a lot of fun. It's crazy, but it's so much fun. I'm gonna. I really want to watch it. I'm very aware of what it is. It's. It's just. It's on Prime, so it's free. You oh. know. Enjoy. So those it are changes thank everything. You, thanks for see you at the movies. Thanks for coming to my my little movie review part of the podcast. I just I've been watching so much lately. I felt like I needed to share. No, I I really appreciate all this. I'm sure the listener does as well. I'm sure they've been actively listening let us know if you like this stuff like <laughs> we're in the oh. off season right like we're not gonna oh I, by the way i didn't i meant to ask yes. um julie mentioned on on the other episode we did earlier in the week no bb celeb announcement no bb celeb four announcement 
on Julie's sign-off. She was just like, BB-25, see you in June. Yeah, because they don't have anything. There's no special programming this winter to go up against, right? Yeah, I mean, the only thing is the World Cup, but that's in November. Oh, so yeah, they don't have, they have no reason to do it. We're going to get some other weird, we're going to get some weird reality show. Like Love Cruise is going to be over. Survivor's going to be over. We're going to get some weird new, like they're going to troll for other countries like the UK for what deranged reality show is popular there right now. And they're going to do an American (laughs) version of that. Chess fuckers. Yes. <laughs> uh, one other thing about CBS too. So I'm watching Survivor and I get all these ads. I get, get this ad for Big Brother when I'm watching Survivor on mm, Paramount Plus. And it's like just a super cut of like all the stuff from all seasons of Big Brother. All seasons except for one. And they're like all seasons of Big Brother. All seasons of Celebrity Big Brother. And it's like... Kaser, it's Kato Kalin, it's like you know Whoa. Tyler Crispin, it's yeah. you know it's like it's it's uh, what's his name from the Fab Five, the OG Fab Five, you know it's all yeah, them, yeah. and, Carson, and yeah. then it says all seasons Big Brother, all seasons Celebrity Big Brother. Guys, you're missing the most important one. This is BBOTT Eraser. <laughs> We, I can't believe we podcasted through that. Someday I'm going to go back and listen to those because that was such a crazy time in our country, in our lives. That wasn't even like 2020. No, it was 2016. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, gosh. Um, wait, one, one other thing on my radar. Oh, yeah, it, it was because it was in November and they were yes. like, hey, Chrissy, Donald Trump is president. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck are we watching? <laughs> Yeah, it was. They were the last people on earth to know who won. That was dark. It was a dark time in culture, but like a great time as a BBB fan. They were like, is this real? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think we honestly, Brett, I think we podcasted the day after he won. There was no way I was in a good mood. I think we did it very close to the election because we were, yeah, we were not in a good mood. There was no way I was in a good mood. Like, there was that was really it. rough. That was really rough. Like, I remember I was wor- where I was working because the, there was like a, on Monday there was like a party for something at work, some sort of thing. So all these like balloons or something like that up at work yeah. and like streamers and stuff. And then Tuesday's the election, and then Wednesday. At work, there was just all these like balloons and stuff, and everyone like looked like their dog had just died, and like people were like screaming at each other and being mad. And like one guy I was working with had to be like basically told to like fucking cool it because he was like so yeah. upset. <laughs> oh oh my god! <laughs> I mean, I'm looking November tenth, twenty sixteen, post eviction triumph, post election heartbreak. Is the name. Come on, man. Who comes up with that stuff? <laughs> we lament. <laughs> this is such a perfect Julie description. We lament the state of America and give Morgan the respect she deserves. <laughs> Queen. Oh, the whole world is burning, but we were like, we got to make sure we respect Morgan. <laughs> Uh, we survived. We're survivors. Don't let anyone ever say we aren't. 
Which is brings us to <laughs> Survivor. <laughs> All right. Well, here we are. Survivor season 43, episode two. Uh, Daniel, why the hell was this 90 minutes? That's a great question because I was like, why aren't we at tribal? There was 10 minutes left. I was like, don't tell me this is another freaking supersized episode. And it was. So I had to watch the rest of the night. This was day. a this was a tricky episode with the length of it. It was like 90 minutes. I don't remember a 90 minute episode of Survivor. It's weird. They it's go like to they tribal. They go to tribal yeah. with 17 minutes left in the broadcast. And you're like, well, they're going to rocks, baby. <laughs> they're going to rocks. This is happening here. I was getting excited. I was like, man, episode two already going to have a fucking wacko, uh, wacko tribal and stuff with weird votes and people arguing stuff, which ultimately didn't happen. This was like, like I'm so optimistic. Like I still don't even know half of these people's names. I will just say that yeah. there was a lot of like flotsam and jetsam in this episode. <laughs> for it to just end with a he's relatively nor completely normal yeah. uh, tribal council that was like I don't know why it was like 20 minutes long. I guess ghosts. We didn't have the season premiere of ghosts ready yet. Oh my yet, gosh! So they yeah. were like, <laughs> but so it was a good episode. We got to know some more people. You know, we got to really get into it with Cody. Whoever you thought didn't have a sob story, buckle up. They have a dead <laughs> friend. Yeah, and they had a picture of the friend. I was like, I mean, I guess it's Survivor. It's a top show on TV. If you're signing over the rights to the picture, you're confident they're gonna do well with it, but. Yeah, we have a picture of his dead friend in his football uniform. Do you know what's really rough? Yeah, what? About Cody. Tell He's me. our age. I'm like. Speak for yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like this, this guy just looks like he's been beaten up by the world. I'm like, oh, that's what I look like. He, yeah. He, they went out and they said, we need a Matthew McConaughey type. And they didn't realize that they got. I mean, he is like more McConaughey than McConaughey, I would say, at this point. He's like dark McConaughey. Well, he's like, really? He's like chaotic, neutral McConaughey. I think McConaughey is pretty dark. The real McConaughey. No, man, McConaughey's, McConaughey's just trying to do the right thing in his life, man. He's trying to like, mm -hmm. he's trying to get people in Texas to all see the eye to eye on stuff. He's trying to preach, just like being cool, smoking weed, living. hanging out, lo living, loving one another. Yeah. And Cody's just like, man, I'll jump into a volcano if like if I need to. And I don't care yeah. if I come back. He's like Cody is a character. <laughs> Cody is a real character. I don't something's like stark about him. Like and I can kind of get into it a little bit of like very close his best friend died at a really formative age from cancer, and he just saw how like random life is and it just decided at that moment to be like I don't care about anything yeah. I'm just gonna be living yeah and that worked out that's working out for him so far he's like the perfect this is why sometimes I'm like I love Survivor I think it's great it's an excellent show but I am sort of like it's rigged <laughs> clearly produced <laughs> clearly overproduced because who else could have gotten this hidden immunity idol with this challenge of like getting the beads who else would have been more amusing to watch do that than Cody? I wouldn't no have figured one. out that's, how to do it. Yeah. I wouldn't have even done it. I just to. would have been like, I guess I'm not voting for a while. Yeah, they had to have Cody win it. 
or find it find it was like they put it in a really easy place and were like coughing suspiciously near that it. was weird because there was because didn't ellie almost find one but it was like kind of it was like really lodged in between like parts of a tree and cody's was yeah. just like sitting on top of a log yes <laughs> they wanted him to find it because it's funny to watch him with his beautiful hat try to get the beads a few things that i feel like modern survivor is doing that uh, I haven't really seen before. One is the sob story thing where like you can't just like come on the show and be like a semi well-adjusted person with who hasn't had like that yeah. many unique tragedies happen to them in your life. What if you're like, I'm just a fucking gamer, man. Yeah. I just want to not eat and game. I'm here to have a good time. Yeah. I'm not- I, everyone has died like of natural causes in my family. At old ages. Yeah. Old healthy ages. Sad, but not like, you know. Right. You know. And then the other thing is like, so this episode is going through, and here's the thing. There's The editing was interesting in this episode. And the way they constructed the, the second half of the episode was interesting because... After the midway point of the episode, there's a shot of uh, Zapruder's uh, puzzle piece or whatever, Chekhov's puzzle piece. And you're like, ooh, this is not going to be good. And NECA is like, just, she's just kind of. She's a flop. She's just flopping it, it on the comp. She's just like. <laughs> we can say it. If we like all see it. 20 steps behind. Listen, here's the deal. I would be NECA, right? <laughs> it would, Two times in my life, I didn't eat, and then I went to the gym. Mm-hmm. One time I fainted, and the other time I nearly fainted. Yeah. And, like, that's just me having, like, eaten a full amount of food the day before and, like, didn't eat breakfast. I was like, oh, I can just, like, gym no breakfast today. Yeah. Just, like, rock a Gatorade, rock a, you know, and some water <laughs> or whatever. No. I am her. I am her. I'd be worse than her. I would be airless. I, I would be like in a medical, like DNP for Survivor. I would yeah. not survive. But it's like she was just like not. Nah. And you have the girl with one leg who's like a triathlete or whatever. She, you know, not doing that. She. I mean, no. She. We can't compare. I, I honestly. No. Her whole. She's like the Terminator. And I. Please don't think that I'm saying that because her leg is metal. I'm saying it because of the way her entire being is. She's just so intense. She's T one thousand. She's Robert. She's T one thousand. Yes, she's like the cop who like knocks on the window. Have you seen this boy? Like, <laughs> I, I'm not sure if she has a sense of humor and it's fine. She doesn't need to. Uh, not everyone needs to have one, but she is intense and she is killing it. I just was, I, I'm rooting for her because I feel like she's just a fun kind of um, character on that we don't see on Big Brother or Survivor no, much, absolutely. which is like a very serious, but very capable uh, and but still likable and rootable. That's the difference. Usually, people who, like you know, like what's her name on uh, Big Brother Celebrity, the boxer. It's sort of like, all right, whatever. We know you're going to beat everyone at Cops yeah. Misha. Yeah. Is that her name? It's like whatever. Who cares? But like, I don't know. For her, maybe it is because she obviously has like something that she's had to overcome. It's just such a compelling story, and she's such a compelling person. So. She's very cool. And then, yeah, Neko is just in the background. Like, at one point, they they were talking about it. They were like, she was just lying in the water. 
<laughs> she was just floating there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like uh, Cody, just like lying in there naked, just like. You know. uh, so here's the thing, though, with Survivor. Halfway through the episode, and you have NECA, who is completely just like th- clearly the worst by a mile of any of the competitors on any of the teams during the thing. And they're like, it's like shot to the diary room equivalent, whatever they call it, where it's right. like three people being like, NECA's got to go. She got to yeah. go. We can't have a loser <laughs> like this. Or I'm like, well, 45 minutes left in the episode. I know one person who is not leaving tonight, and that's NECA. I said the same thing. I said, well, I know. Yeah, she's not going. If they're, if they're having her, getting those sound bites of them saying she's going in the episode, there's no way she's going. I was like, so who's going next? Who else could it be? So then they do this whole thing with the be- beads, Michael. <laughs> they do the whole thing with the beads. <laughs> Yeah. And it's like, he's not going to get the beats. And he gets the beats from everybody. And Noel's like, cool story about your beads, bro. But I have a cool bracelet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am a silver medalist in like Again, the Paralympics. Yeah. F off. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, flashback, Christopher Nolan time. She actually did give him the beads because I thought we were going to a 2-2 vote and rocks. And also the timing of the episode supported that by the time they go to tribal council and it's, you know, the show starts at eight o'clock. It's like, and it's an an hour and a half. It's like, it's nine 13. And you're like, what the fuck? Tribal council is usually not this long. Right. Unless they're going to go to rocks and like argue about stuff for a while. And that was just, that was sneaky editing where they're like, they did the thing where it's like, you know. Mm-hmm. NECA's, NECA's got to go home, which was like the first tell that like she absolutely wasn't. And then the second one was like the timing of the episode made it seem like it was going to be a really kind of crazy tribal council. And it actually wasn't. The twist was that they had a flashback in the middle of it. Um, anyways, the, one thing I do want to call, call out about um, Justine. Um, yes. Justine voted for Cody? Uh, yes. Did she? Or, no, she oh, did. Okay. Okay, so yeah. <clears throat> I thought I thought there was going it was going to be like two votes for Neca, two to three votes for Justine depending on whether or not Cody had a vote. Justine, God bless her. We talked about her a lot last episode. You suggested that I that I try and seek her out cuz she lives in my now old she's neighborhood. Gone home, so, yeah. She's home. She's home now. She wasn't gone yeah. for that long. <laughs> uh, did she just like really not know what was going on? I mean, probably at a certain point, you're just kept at, once you're decided upon as a target, you're going to be kept out of the loop. I thought it was, uh, she was a weird person to send home. She, they made a big deal about like her telling, I forget who was it she told, was it Gio? No, Jessie. it was. Jesse, yeah, that she is a good liar if she needs to be. Like, they made it sound so salacious, and then they showed the clip of it, and he was like, are you going to be able to do that? She was like, yeah, I can do that. He was like, are you a good liar? And she was like, yeah, I can act if I need... Like, it was very casual, but the way he talked about it was, like, as if she was going around talking about, like, how amazing a liar she is and how she's not afraid to lie to people's faces. I was like, this really is not that dramatic. I don't think people are really interested in voting Noel out at this stage of the game. They better not. Terminator. 
coming after yeah. your ass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's no getting rid of her. Uh, yeah, and I just, I mean, I think she, Justine, you know, might not have had the best, like, grasp of the social game and stuff. And, like, how even the most minor of interactions you have can carry a ton of weight. And yeah. Just didn't totally, like, it was obviously super tight with Noel and, like, didn't really make that much of a of an attempt with anybody else. There was a yeah. part where she was, like, you know, just, like, one funny line from, you know, six days and stuff where she's like, oh, my God, I just made eye contact with the spider. Like, oh, just yeah, seemed a little her. bit, like, a little bit out of her depth with uh, yeah. <laughs> the camping thing and just, like, a little bit, a little too much of a city girl. For this lifestyle. Mm. And that's where I relate. That's where yeah. I say, me too, Justine. I would not do well. I don't want to be living in the bug's house. No. I have a fruit fly infestation right now, and I'm oh not handling Lord. it well. I so. got one of those little electric rackets, tennis rackets. I have one of those too, but they're too small. They go through the little, oh, wow. the little holes. Oh, wow. I killed but one yesterday. I was fighting mosquitoes. one for an entire dinner. I was like trying to cook dinner. Yeah. I was doing like a low and slow sort of cook thing. And I was mm. like fighting this one fly. And like right as dinner was about to be served, I got him. We got him. Did you make a little announcement, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen? We got him. We got him. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Then, so that's that's the Vessi tribe. Um, anything else from Coco or Bucca? <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, we had this moment in the comp where there was like an ominous shot of like NECA kind of obliviously throwing around this bag with a with a very pivotal puzzle piece in it. There right. was another moment in the show. I guess it was with the Baca tribe. Yeah, it's the Baca tribe. They get the fishing gear. And oh, yeah. there's a thing of like, hey, you're going to like... Uh, put a strap on that Hawaii, I guess it's called the Hawaiian sling. I didn't even sling, know that. Like yeah. a spear fishing thing with the rubber. I didn't either. Whatever. Yeah. Um, you're going to put a rope on it so if you fucking miss, you can like mm -hmm. retrieve it. And Gabler's like, nah, I'm a boxer. I'm a football player. I'm a high altitude hiker. I do whatever I want. Uh, and I'm safe for another vote. All good. And that didn't follow up. There was no payoff for that, so I'm wondering if there is a future payoff for this thing because this, you know, this was recorded last summer or whatever. So they they know everything that happens. The editors know everything that happens in the season. So if like three evictions from now, three tribals from now, Gabler loses the the, the spear. I'm just wondering if that's like on the table for us a little bit further down. I think it is for sure. And wasn't it my girl? It was, wasn't it Ellie who was Ellie. like, oh. yeah. And I was just amazed that first of all, that they knew the names of the types of sling. <laughs> I never heard of it. I hadn't either. I know I what like, it is. I've seen it before. I didn't know it had that specific name. I didn't, I didn't know what they were talking about. And then, yeah, she was right. And these are the two who had their little like screamo metal convert convo. Mm -hmm last time so i'm like oh is this the beginning of the that their short-lived friendship and now they're going to become frenemies where she makes suggestions that are actually important and what he should do and he ignores them <laughs> i don't know good call out i noticed that moment too ellie's really interesting because she was like kind of like being like hey gabler you want to maybe 
Like make sure like our invaluable fishing gear doesn't get lost in the sea. And he's like, no, good. (laughs) And And there was a guy who like defended him too, wasn't there? There, It was like him and another guy. Sam must have been Sammy. Yeah, probably. Um, And then... And then there's also this moment where she's like, Sammy and Owen are my two children. And she's like going around being like, hey, do you need some water? You need some yeah. water? Look, look at me. You got some, you got some, you need some water right now? And just like acting like a. Wait, was like that young, her or was that J- J- Janine? No, that was her. That was her. Okay. That was Ellie. Okay. And I was like, man, Ellie's a great character. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she is. That was, that she's was She's either going to win or be like completely hated by everybody. <laughs> I still like her. So I'm still into her. I'm into her story. You know, she made me cry. But um, yeah, that was strange. Guys aren't, I won't even say guys. I'll say human beings don't really like being, it comes off as very condescending. No, she sounded like an I'm overbearing sure, Jewish mother. Yeah, which is not, I'm sure which not what she like, intended. But <laughs> In my yeah. soul, I, I, I felt all my genes like... <laughs> <laughs> everything in my body genetically Jump just like, tense up like oh my god <laughs> um there was what did sammy sammy was a little sammy, sammy is said not 19 sammy acts like he's 14 oh i think he's like 45 he did say something weird at the beginning of the episode rainstorm come in and he just says what everybody everybody thinks and everybody does he goes if there's a rainstorm I just go to the convenience store and wait for my mom to pick me up. (laughs) (laughs) What? Okay. What? (laughs) Your mom, the convenience store? What convenience store are you? Like, where are you? The convenience store. I I don't just like that one. That one was wild to me. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I still, I don't know. He doesn't come across as young to me. He really seems like an old man. And he's a pet cremator, which is weird. That's weird. That is that also weird. Vet like vet tech. I guess yeah. not. I guess he's not even allowed to handle living animals. Because <laughs> he's too young. <laughs> well, yeah, I, mean, I guess so. Like, is the hope that he becomes a vet tech or a vet? Maybe. But like, there's vet. I mean, there's vet techs and stuff. Like, there's people who aren't the vet at the vet. They put the yeah. dog in the X-ray machine. They like. They do all yeah. the stuff that the vet doesn't have time to do. You know, they could give them, they could administer a shot or two vet or support. whatever. Yeah. Sammy's like, Sammy's like, just dead animals. Yeah. We're not even going to let you, you know, give the rabies vaccine or Bordadella or whatever. Oh, yeah. Bordadella. Sounds so delicious. <laughs> Bordadella. <laughs> Here we go again. It's like a, a Bordadella <laughs> sandwich. <laughs> Portadella. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. More on Survivor. Any? What else do you have? Um, the blue team. Yes. They're just gonna go. They're just gonna go all the way to the end. Because it's the team that Lindsay is on. Lindsay's gonna go very far. <laughs> I'm also very interested. Apologies for the siren. Let me narrate this. We got a. Uh, oh, we got a right. white, a oh, white and black LAPD just ro- ro- rolling down the street. LAPD oh. not high on network television. Not hot. No TV show about not them. Not hot. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm kind of interested in like the Geo Ryan like little love affair and like lifting each other up, learning each other about each other. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're cute. And then um, obviously Lindsay. Obviously. Who I'm sure, like, I, I refuse to look up. Like, I would not be, like, 100% surprised if she was, like, Marjorie Taylor Greene of, like, Pennsylvania or whatever. Just, like, Obama put right. chips in all of your milk. <laughs> God. <laughs> like, um but was wait. I, I have a good feeling about Lindsay. I feel like she's under the she's under the radar. Was Gio the one who knew how to get the almond nut open? Yeah. Yeah. That was new for me. I have never Almonds? seen someone Yeah. <laughs> just take a rock to an almond nut and that's how you get them open. And then there's one nut in there. It just made me feel bad thinking about almonds and how many I eat in a handful and how much work they probably No, are. I mean, our, almonds are like, okay, better than like having dairy or whatever. I use mm-hmm. almond milk in my coffee. I don't uh-huh. need milk. I'm not a baby. I'm not a mm-hmm. baby. Ellie, mom. <laughs> <laughs> but are you, aren't almonds like... They require very. so much like water and effort to get like a single nut. Yeah, very labor intensive. And there's almonds and everything now. Yeah, well, you're using it in your freaking coffee. Why don't you just use cow's milk like a freaking grown up? Why don't I use oat milk? Yeah, why don't you use oat milk? What are oats? I've, what are oats? They're just from the field. They're easy. You chop them down. Chop Not them as down. hard as taking oh, a freaking yeah. rock to a nut. Yeah, yeah, I need to watch some YouTube videos about like how almonds, almonds are like harvested at, at a mass scale. Remember when Obama put his diary of what he ate out and it was like a snack of eight almonds? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's worse than the tan suit. <laughs> We're really going into like past presidents today. <laughs> oh, yeah, Grover Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't have anything else on Survivor. I was like, I did make a little thought note about how like Jeff is, Jeff is like kind of in the background this season, I feel. I Jeff need a little a more Jeff. Yeah, we had a couple in- interesting things. First, Jeff screaming, what was it? What was it? You can't rest in Survivor ever. You sleep when you get back home. <laughs> yeah Jeff okay Fair. I wanted to bring this up last week the tribal council set here. it's a set yes. they didn't find ruins in the jungle it's a yeah. set with giant lights giant control board tons of cameras tons of cables all that stuff the way it's lit this year looks makes it makes Jeff look like a little bit of a freak because he's like bathed mm. in this white light and mm-hmm. at least in the first, I noticed it a little bit more so in the first episode, but I don't know if like Jeff is, you know, even the be- most beautiful, like attractive fit of us. We all age. Like, I don't know if he's like getting self-conscious about the aging thing or whatever, but he's like, the way he was bathed in light makes it mm. look like they're almost like trying to cover up something for him. He just didn't look, he didn't he look probably, tops, you know. He probably got a little work done. Mm-hmm. And was like, do some crazy lighting to hide it. Yeah, maybe it wasn't good. Maybe he got work done like betwixt seasons. He just stayed in. It was fresh, but Southeast it was freshly Asia. done. Yeah, yeah, because cheaper there. He needs the discount. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's not. You don't get rich by spending a ton of money. You get rich exactly. by saving money and being like, you know what? I'll get this surgery in Laos. Jeff reads. <laughs> 
Reddit personal finance. Oh my and god! He knows all the tips. <laughs> I have have the words the pineapple zone in all caps. Why? I don't know. I don't know either. I don't remember that. I remember the almond tree zone. The almond tree zone, yeah. And I remember his little tattoo of the word living on his butt, Cody. Should we get that? That tattoo? Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Why not? Why not? <laughs> I need something to remind me to keep on living. Yeah. L-I-V-N. Um, well, it was a good, I thought it was a good week. It wasn't great. It was not like a jaw-dropping week on Survivor. That's why we did like 30 minutes of random shit to open up the pod. Like, yeah. I, nothing is, I, I, this season hasn't really coalesced for me. I still don't even know half of these people's names. We don't have a true, well, actually, I would say Noel. We don't have a Marianne. Is, that's for sure. No, we don't have a Marianne. And we don't... What I said to my husband as, I, as we were watching the challenges is I was like, I miss Jonathan. I miss there being someone who just absolutely dwarfs everyone else and is just... And it doesn't have to even be someone who's like him who's like stronger than everyone else. I wouldn't mind like a NECA, but more extreme than NECA. Someone who's so bad. Just someone different in the comps to look for, you know? To look forward to their performances because it really was fun watching Jonathan just be absolutely insane in those comps. I've never seen a snake that big, that's for sure. That was a big snake. It was 400 pounds, which I couldn't believe. I just, that, yeah, that was a big snake. And that's like, and there's only five people doing it. So everybody's got like 80 pounds that they got to carry. That was tough. The challenges are hard. No one's saying they're not hard. I just would like to see someone who makes them look easy. I think Ryan is going to be a comp threat eventually, but like that team just kind of blows through everything right now. I mean, it's always more interesting when it gets to the individual game. Yeah. El Paso, Texas, warehouse associate. I'm reading this. <laughs> I'm like reminding myself. He's not a big part of the show so far. So I'm still not super no, familiar I mean, that, with Ryan. That tribe just keeps winning everything and like they all yeah. seem pretty happy. I mean, I mean, everyone's going to make it to tribal eventually. Yeah, the season's just like, you know, we're, we're coming off of BB24, which was like, which was the best. Excellent so and, and stuff. Yeah. So it's going to take, it's going to take a little bit, but eventually. Eventually, I feel well. This this will you know be of interest. I think. Yeah. <laughs> Let's hope so. And I'm also don't worry because I'm watching so much other stuff now. That's the thing. When BB is on, I'm not watching anything else. Now that it's off, I'm watching so much content. I gotta watch Titan. You gotta watch Titan. Watch it tonight. Uh maybe I'm going to watch Titan tonight. We'll see. I'll um, watch it like in the thank- next week for sure. Yeah. And I was a little late asking for questions and comments, but you know, during the off season, guys, just send them whenever. Send us your questions and comments at HeyJulieVV on Twitter. Hey, Julie, big, big brother, brother at gmail.com. <laughs> and we'll get right to them. That's it. That was a lot of fun. I, I, I thought it was nice to just like just shoot the shit a little bit like I get agree. out of just like take those <laughs> shoes off been dancing in those shoes all night we're just like yeah. taking the shoes off having a do nice do some grounding yeah just having a little smoke back at the hotel patio 
Yeah, yeah. that's what it was like. And then you ran into two people who love to talk about movies, and it happens to be me and Brett. Never shut (laughs) up. (laughs) Exactly. All right, well, we will shut up for about uh, six days. So that was fun. We dropped all the socials and stuff, and uh, we'll see you in a week. Bye, Jeff. Bye, Chef. Oh.